0: I'm not so sure that our next guest is really well versed in taylor swift references but uh if he is he can try to do what trey did and interweave them throughout our chat that is of course ben cates newsadvance.com who is with us here in the fast lane we explained in our first segment uh the we might just tolerate it i mean perhaps so trey and that's often what taylor swift seems to do or at least uh her haters have to do with her in the eyes of her swifties that are out there um ben cates newsadvance.com with us here in the fast lane ben a pleasure to speak with you we've discussed it taylor swift are you a fan by any means
1: (laughs) no yes i'm not i mean no i you know i i try not to like hate on anybody but like i just don't care for it you know it's not for me you know this is more of a more of a kind of a Rock and roll guy, to tell you the truth, and that that ain't it.
0: So this is why we can't have ni- nice things. She is timeless, okay?
1: <laughs> Trey is
0: trying to get as many references in as possible. Some of them <laughs> I get, a lot of them are way over my head, but I do understand why the NFL is benefiting from this and capitalizing on that and it was a subject we discussed early. Please keep that feedback coming. Fast lane, Ed Lane, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Do not direct it at Ben Cates of Newsadvance.com and at Ben Cates8 on Twitter. We're the ones who have initiated this uh this discussion, so please send the hate our way so that we can spare Ben. Yeah, Ben of has that. a great reputation, okay? He, he you know exactly. He has a sterling reputation, and we're gonna do what we can to preserve that as much as possible. Ben We'll look at the big game from this past weekend in high school football momentarily. That was, of course, JF Football presented by Trostlaw.com. They're off this week. They come back next week against Liberty 630 East Coast Wings and Grill Tailgate Show next Friday. But stepping outside the Seminole District entirely. I know Appomattox is in a weird spot this year, and we've discussed that and can continue to look at that. But still, what's more impressive? Gretna ending the 46-game winning streak in Dogwood District play that Appomattox had? Or the fact that Appomattox held that multi-year winning streak that let's be honest dates back bc before covid
1: yeah that's a good question um ed thanks for having me you know um it's it's really impressive what athletics has been able to do um since 20 the beginning of the 2015 season you know they hadn't lost a district game since 2014 and i think it was october of 2014 and um just just what an incredible run and and it's just you know it that's to, to sustain that every year, whether you win a state title or not, um, is 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 really, really difficult. And so, you know, you, you got to tip your hat to what Appomattox and, and, and the coaches there have done over the years. Also, just got to say, um, heck, heck of a game by a much improved Gretna team, you know, um, Gretna has had some... Some years that where they recently where they haven't been as you know as good as a lot of people thought they should be or, or they've been you know way down from some of their state title teams that they had in years past but um, it's it's really good to see kind of some glory return there um, and see the see that that school. Um, um, knock off what what for them is, has got to be the best win in in several years. So, um, just a just a really good Dogwood District game, and I think both teams have a lot of respect for each other.
0: How different is it in the Dogwood District that I mean? Look, people are going to give Appomattox their best shot. It's obvious that. With the coaching situation, Doug Smith battling cancer and how he's uh, courageously fighting that, uh, it's still, it's a team from a football standpoint that is more vulnerable than it's been, and that's the reality that this is a game and this is a sport. And, uh, how interesting is it that teams like Gretton and others sense an opportunity to get Appomattox, and while you don't want to be classless about it, there is the fact that Appomattox has dominated the district and now there's a chance to get them and they're going to get everybody's best shot.
1: Yeah, they they sure are, and and they've got a young team this year, um, a lot of inexperience in in a lot of key positions, and and so um, when you know especially when you're on a, a losing streak like Appomattox is now, I think they've lost three straight, and so um, teams you know kind of start to your coaches are starting to watch film a little bit more, and they're starting to realize some um, where other teams are exploiting Appomattox weaknesses maybe you know, and so start coming up with a better game plan then the players obviously like you're you, you you hear things about obviously about about your rivals and so um so yeah they 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 know that um they may have a chance to compete for a district title this year
0: there's an opportunity for a lot of teams out there you mentioned Gretna of course we saw them in the beginning of the season game one of jefferson forest cavalier football presented by trostlaw.com and uh you know the quarterback play and the fact that there's some skill position talent even jumped out to us is it now gretna atop the district do you look at a, a dark horse like a chatham or a nelson county as weird as that is to say and i know chatham just beat nelson county but since that they might be able to find an opportunity as well to etch their name at the top of the district in a way that they haven't been able to do recently
1: yeah, you know there. Um, there, football is is going to be improving in Nelson County, and I think we saw that through through the first four games of the season, going four and zero. You know, those a lot of those teams um, had had not um, had not done very well this year. Um, that Af- that Nelson beat, um, but you still, it's still a win, and um, you. I think if you if you know if people know how bad nelson football has been over the years they know that like those aren't even games that sometimes you win <laughs> so like yeah you've got you've got a, a a program that's improving there but i think you're when you talk about gretna and appomattox uh you're you're probably talking about the two top teams in the district right now
0: that's big for gretna of course to now get that head-to-head win and snap the 48 game dogwood district winning streak of The Appomattox Raiders, Alta Vista's look solid so far this year under Matt DeLoach. Remember him from his time at Jefferson Forest as well. Uh, Ben, um, we've touched on the Seminole District, not nearly as much because most of our attention has been to the Dogwood District, but Seminole District play. First of all, how is it coincidental? Is it maybe perfectly timed? Is this maybe the desire of most teams in the district that a lot of them have lined up their bye week for right now, which is pretty much smack dab at the midpoint of the season?
1: I don't know. It's 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 weird, um, you know, to have that many teams off if you're a sports writer um, in in a week. Um, but yeah, it, it, you're right. It's it's right right in the middle. It's a good time for a lot of teams to kind of focus, regroup, all that kind of stuff. Um, it's um, interesting for me because I have one of one of the lighter. Friday nights that I will have um, of the season, and then I have to turn around the next morning and cover the 10-miler, so um, it, it kind of like, you know, you get a little bit of reprieve there on Friday night. Um, but yeah, I think it's, it's always good, you know, you when you see teams taking their bye in the first or second week, it's like, the coach may not be able to, hand, to help that. It's, it's a scheduling thing, but it's, it's not ideal because then you're playing for nine, ten weeks in a row, right? So, like, it's, this is a good time. I think for a lot of teams to somebody like Jefferson Forrest may not may not welcome it as much simply because you're on a hot streak you're on a roll and you you want to keep playing but but it's 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 always good to regroup
0: Ben, uh, you you touched on uh, JF, and of course you catch every JF game right here on, or on our sister station WIKO with Jefferson Forest Cavalier football presented by Trostlaw. We'll be back after the bye week. Obviously, they're the the other you know of the three teams sitting at two and zero. Oh, you know JF might feel like you know in past seasons both LCA and EC Glass have been you know untouchable on the field. Uh, where where would you assess JF and their chances? Of um, getting, you know, m- you know, really, truly competing for the district title.
1: Yeah, you know, I I was used last week's game at Rustburg with JF and Rustburg as kind of like that. That was kind of a barometer, I think, for us to see like where both teams are, um, because uh, that was an undefeated matchup, right? Then, and, and when you're when you're talking about a battle of undefeateds in the Seminole, you're always talking about two good football teams, and so. Uh, that was a really good showing. I think it showed me a lot about about what JF is and, and covering them back to back weeks against Heritage in Rustburg Now, and, you know they've they've held their own and they've they've been dominant in a lot of phases of the game. And um, and so it'll be very interesting when they when they play LCA. I think, um, but you know everybody, your your listeners should be aware that that LCA is is um expected to widely expect it to be uh take the Seminole district crown and 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 uh, it will be a favorite for the class three title as well
0: yeah I mean most people have that expectation and understanding but you've got an improvement out of a number of teams rustburg is still improved JF with a statement victory at rustburg this past week as they had to five and0 and enter the bye week at that particular juncture um Heritage—they're the team that JF beat the prior week, and they lost as most people would have expected. They lost; they were shut out at, at LCA, forty-two to nothing in that game uh, this past week. But they were only down fourteen nothing at halftime. How much of this right now is a tale for Heritage, which is? They've done a really good job scheming it up defensively, but there's not as much explosiveness offensively as in prior years. And against teams that have that element, J.F. has shown it this year, everyone knows LCA, they've got that too. That's where it becomes real challenging to keep up over the course of a full 48 minutes.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure that, um, like you said, like the, the, the their defense, Heritage's defense is, is pretty good. Um, it, it had a pretty good showing against Jefferson Forest. It just got run down there at the end. Um, the offense just seems like it hasn't um, evolved exactly the way that coaches there would want um, it, it to evolve, and so I think there's there's a lot of work there to be done. But um, good news is you've got a lot of young guys playing in positions that you're that um, Brad Bradley at Heritage is going to have for the next two and a half years. So you got to watch out because you know those kids are going to going to improve, and you know two. Two three years ago, when this senior class at Jefferson Forest now were freshmen and and sophomores, it was you know there there wasn't much going on. But those a lot of those same kids now are reaping the benefits of of those those trying times. So and staying with it. So that's always a testament. Whenever we talk about teams that may not be succeeding, it's always a testament to hey look look at this. This is what you could be in the future.
0: Ben Cates eight. That's where you can keep up with him on Twitter. Newsadvance.com, the easier way to do that as well. Ben, thank you for making some time for us today in the Fastlane. Enjoy the lighter slate of high school football this coming Friday. And uh, maybe I'll see you out there on the course of the 10-miler this coming Saturday morning as you're covering the real athletes and the more impressive stories, uh, many of whom will be zipping by me.
1: It'll be fun. I always, always like it. Indeed. Thank you,
0: Ed. Indeed. Ben Cates with us here in the Fast Lane. When we return, you bad feedback on Taylor Swift and, yes, some of the other stories in the NFL. That, when we return, this is the Fast Lane on the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app. Plus, yes, we got to keep receipts. And guess what? We keep receipts. Darn right. And it's not pretty for us. Laugh a lot next here in the Fast Lane.